Welcome back to the Tia versus Fancy Cash podcast. Today is going to be a little different. So today I will be interviewing versus the traditional topics that we always have every Monday. And this interview is for motivational purposes to any aspiring artists out there. Today I have with me the infamous Papa Duck. I already know. <laughs> well, Papa Duck. And like I say, if you don't know who I am, then you don't know music. You need to Google me, man. Just go to Google. Type in Pop It Up, man. Make sure you get your battery juiced up because it's going to give you a whole lot of information. I done work with the best of the best. I got songs I done done with Rick Ross. I done produced tracks for Plies. Uh, I done work with Boosie, Manny Fresh. I done, um, oh, man, this goes on and on. Trina, Scarface, uh, some of your biggest artists that's out and still doing their thing. And we definitely finna get into uh, man, this, this interview is going to be probably one of the best interviews y'all going to hear. Very educational. We ain't going to hold no punches. We're going to get to y'all blood raw. And like I said, if you don't know who I am, go ahead and Google me, man, so you'll know what the lit read is. Definitely, definitely. All right, Papa Doug. So, who introduced you to the rap game? Um, I would say I've always been like, you know, as far as music goes, I've always um, been intrigued by music. It just was in me. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, it's just um, I took to music over basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about I played my freshman year, got moved up to varsity my freshman year, played varsity. We broke records. My um, When I played for my freshman year, we broke records that still, that still um, it hasn't been broken today. I went to basketball camps, I did it all, but I chose music over basketball. So that kind of lets you see how serious I am about my craft and, you know, where everything's going at. Yeah, you real dedicated, you real dedicated. Okay, so, um, like, during during your um, time in high school doing music, just, you know, to give people motivation who feel like they're working so hard and not really getting the exposure that, that they deserve... Um, when did you finally get discovered? Like, who was the person that kind of, like, reached back to you and poured into you or the person that just gave you your first shot at, you know, proving yourself? Um, for me, I would say, I'm going to say this like this. Uh, I've always been the, the leader of whatever I've, you know, done. Like, the group of people I've worked with. Mm-hmm. Out of all the people that I've worked with, I'm still the only one they're still doing music and I'm, I was always the only one to you know figure things out when we couldn't get a keyboard I you know I did some things I had to do for us to get a keyboard mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't no stopping so it's like for me I gave myself the chance you know I just I'm a Scorpio you know what I'm saying so I'm, I'm coming at it like you know it's not it's, it's all or nothing you right know what I'm ain't no no you can't tell me no yeah hustle so mentality I, just, I think yeah so with that being said, I just think I gave myself the opportunity to, you know what I mean, to be honest, because I've always was the one to go get it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, I feel like if, if don't nobody give you nothing, you know, you go out there and get it yourself. Like, you you make a way for yourself. Like, I respect that. I respect that. Okay, so who were some of, like, the, the greats in the industry that you looked up to? Like, who did you listen to that, you know, motivated you and inspired your style or, you know? Um... Uh, you know, the eight ball MJGs, the, you know, definitely, you know, Wayne them when they was coming up, hot boys and all that. I got an interview um, with them. I got an interview with them too. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's good. 
Yeah, I did some stuff for Turk when he was locked up, you know what I'm saying? And I did that through um, Rick Ross. Well, you know the, the other Rick Ross. Yeah. The original Rick Ross. The original, I, yeah. But um, I, through him, I did some stuff with Turk. But yeah, anyway, you know, those, those were the type of people that I, you know, I, um, I, I like to listen to and stuff like that. Um, you know, the whole Swab House, the Slip and Slides. You know, just that real down south music, man. I was really on that. Goody Mob and all that stuff. Yeah, so speaking of, like, real down south music, how do you feel about the artists today with the the type of look, like, you know, the multicolored grills and the green and red dreads and the, the gothic clothing and the tight jeans, like... That stuff wouldn't have flew like that. Didn't that stuff didn't fly by back then? And now it's like people just skating on thin ice and can do what they want to do, and you can't even tell the difference between rappers and the different you know sides or parts of the you know state that they from. Like you know how you could tell the difference between East Coast, West Coast, all that. Like I don't feel right. like it's no difference difference in the sound right now. Like how does that make you feel as an artist? Where you from? Knowing like the stuff that's that's being you know that's being okay now wouldn't have flew back then. Right. It's, it's disappointing, man. Like, I never thought we would come to this, you know, um, this aspect of how, you know, for, for where the game came from and where it's at, I never in a million years thought I'd see that. Yeah. I'm just gonna be a, I'm just gonna be a hundred because it's almost like you can't tell who's who. And like I said, you know, back in the days, and this, this, this is no disrespect to no coast, but I never thought that I'd see what New Yorkers sound like the South, and the South would sound like the East Coast. The East Coast would sound like the, the North and the South, and everything in between. It's like back then, New York had artists that was was New York. Mm-hmm. The Rules, you know what I'm saying? The DMXs, the Jay-Zs, you know. I mean, Mace, you know, all the boys did their thing. You knew, okay, buddy from New York, or you knew, okay, buddy from the West Coast, but now everybody sound the same. I don't give a damn where you from. Everybody sound the same, rap the same. You don't even know who's who no more. Definitely. I'm so sick of that. And it's like, there's no originality no more. All the beats sound the same. It's just, it's just, this shit's sad, man. Yeah, so how you feel about, um, like, the new rappers, I guess, acknowledging the greats? Like, do you feel like they give y'all the respect that y'all deserve or they feel like everything is old to them and they don't really, you know, respect the people that paved the way? There's only a few, I mean, a very few, that really can, that do respect those that came before them. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, to me, this is the easiest time to get in the game. Like, ain't none of them had to leave their house to put records out. They had to do no hand-in-hand comeback. It was all sitting at the computer, hitting a button. But there's no real grind, so really there's no real respect. Definitely. It just happened for them, and they just feel like, oh, I went, I got on. Ah, you ain't went nowhere. You ain't did nothing. You ain't put in no work. So, and that's not to discredit. You know, technology changes things, so so does it shape the way we live. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Respect is, is due to a dog. Yeah. If you can see how easy it is now compared to how hard it was then, you should even have more respect. For the people that what? came before them, right. Yeah. Before them. That, make, so. that make plenty of sense. That make plenty of sense. So do you feel like in the industry now, it's like an entitlement thing? Like you feel like 
the, the these new artists feel entitled? I mean, you can feel entitled as far as your grind, and you know you got your family in a better position to eat as far as that goes. But you still got to make your mark. A lot of these niggas been in the game one and two years, three years, and, and they want all the praise in the world. It's like, oh, man, you got niggas that been in the game eight, nine, ten years that's still eating to this day. Mm-hmm. You got to make your mark. But I do, I do salute you for doing what you're doing. Like I said, you putting your family in a better position. You able to, you know, make some things happen. I salute you for that. But you still got a little ways to go before you get that, that, that Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we, that's what we aiming at. Right. You, know, you want to put your mark in the game. You know, you ain't gonna come two, three years in the game and the nigga remember you. Now, the ones that be remembered are the ones who did nine, ten years plus and still relevant. Right. Right. So um, now that we talked to like the ins and the outs of the industry, like from your experience as a rapper, what do you feel like was, I guess, the the high point of your rap career? Like what's the best thing that the industry gave you or something you took from the industry? You know, some good advice or a good lesson. Um, couple things, man. Um, definitely have a good team. You know, you can start out with your homeboys or whatever the case may be, but when you get to a certain level, you have to put people in position that's more, you know, that's, that that can actually fulfill that position and, and they knowledgeable on that position. So you can start out with your homeboy as your manager, but when you start climbing, you need to get a real manager. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so forth. So that's one of the things I learned. Surround yourself with a real solid team. Another thing is... um. Be up to date with what's going on. Like, be be aware of your surroundings. That's one of the techniques I had with writing. I was able to write about the latest hairdo or the latest trend or the latest, you know, I go all the way down to the latest jeans that women wear. Mm-hmm. Like, if you give me three outfits women wearing today, I'll take the most popular one and I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, if I can call that jean out and you can notify or you, you know, you, you know what it is, I'll write about it. So, Write about the most relevant stuff, you know, at that time. You know, manage your money. That's one of the most, you know, manage your money relationships. So make sure you don't go out spending your money on a bunch of, you know, we can get into that in a minute. Though, oh, definitely. Money. Oh, I'm finna, I'm finna get in your business. I'm finna ask you about relationships. So yeah. <laughs> well, what you're oh, saying man. about money. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just, just manage your money right. You know what I'm saying? Don't, um, a lot of niggas be popping bottles and, like, I tell a nigga, if, if I'm going to the club, I'm either going to do an appearance, I'm going to get a check, or I'm going to support somebody that support me. Mm-hmm. For me to go just hang out and have a good time, that ain't my thing, because, like, I tell niggas, bro, what I'm hanging out for? Like, what we popping bottles for? What the, we ain't want nothing. What, what, what the champagne for? Yeah. The big cigars and all, what that for? I ain't, but I had to go through that first to understand that that ain't nothing, man. You got a ways to go. You got a good ways to go. Once you get to a point where you can, you got reset money, you making 40000 a month. No matter what happens, that's reset money. You done made enough money, bought some real estate, got some businesses, and you got money coming in instead of going out, now we can pop some champagne. Yeah. Or we can do something. But until then, we got work to do, man. Them the type of people you need to surround yourself with. So manage your money, surround yourself with a good team, man, and manage your relationships. Okay, so now that we're talking about relationships, 
I want to know, you know, as a as a new artist, old artist, or just, you know, just the artist in general, how did your rap career affect your relationships? Shit, heavily, you know what I mean? <laughs> heavily, man, because at the end of the day, you know, the first thing, when you tell a person you're in the entertainment business, that they don't see the life-changing money or the life-changing relationship, the life-changing things or... Traveling, they all all they see is groupies. Yeah, you right. All they see. Yeah, you absolutely right. (laughs) All them bitches, all them, they don't see nothing else. So you know you gonna have to deal with that. But like I tell a person, you could be with somebody that work a nine to five, sleep beside you every night, and be the biggest hoe you ever met. Mm -hmm. So it don't matter what music you do, or if you do music or entertain, or you work a nine to five, or you don't do nothing. that kind of guy or gal that's just what you're gonna be so it's a lot of successful relationships into the music business it's just it's a frightening thing for a lot of people because they can't control all that you know all the people coming to you and wanting to do this and wanting to do that and, but it's cool it's, it's not like what people think like you got a bunch of women it's, it's also intimidating at the same time so you get a lot of women that may see me I could be in Walmart they would not say nothing to me yeah, John, right in my DM. Hey, I just seen you. What you right. want? Like, yeah. So they, a lot of them be intimidated by you too because they figure they can't feel them bitches. Yeah. They can't feel them too. So you'll miss out on something that's great just because of the stereotype or the anxiety that they have about, you know, dating an artist or being with an artist. But when it actually, it's a lot of positives, man. It's a lot of traveling. You can meet people. A lot of great dinners. A lot of opportunities. You just got to be you know, ready to fulfill that void. Because some people just, they don't have the capacity to think to be with some. That's like some people can be around the president and can't get a check. Yeah. Like, you hang with the president every day, you can't even get a check. It's just some people don't, they don't have the mindset to think that way. But that's why I said I want to build an empire. Like, if I, I want somebody I can build an empire with that we can really grow together. I don't care about no all the other stuff, man, no groupies or none of that, because I can't do what I want to do to no groupie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but the relationship, man, like I say, man, if you dealing with entertainment, man, just try to involve whoever you're dealing with as much as you can. Make sure they understand it, man. If they understand that, yes, you date a rapper, or yes, you date an actor, whatever. So you gonna, you know what you're going to be up against, so... You should be alright. Other than that, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so, what's like the craziest thing that a groupie ever did to you, or the craziest um, argument you ever had with your significant other about a groupie? Oh, man, you really going up? I told you I was gonna give you your business. <laughs> hey, boy, you understand? Boy, that's crazy. That's crazy shit, nah. Um, crazy arguments. I guess a lot of the arguments that's crazy I have endured was pregnant women. Like, every time I wave at somebody, I just got her pregnant. <laughs> or five. Like, if I'm in the club and a female come and talk to me, I would talk to them a certain way so that if anybody watching, they, they can't say that we talk. Yeah. They talk, I'm talking to her. No, it's a more of a friendly conversation. Like, I, a lot of the times, I shake their hand. Yeah. Like, you ain't shaking nobody's hand. You dating or you dealing with or you fucking around with so you have to do certain stuff like that because 
I don't take pictures in the hotel. I took a picture, and I'm gonna tell you why. One of the promoters I did a show with, he brought his, he brought his old lady's sister, which is his sister-in-law, to mm-hmm. the hotel. She wanted to meet me, whatever, whatever. So I'm laying down in the bed. I'm just chilling. So before I can get up to take the picture, she was like, no, 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 stay where you at. That's cool. So I'm, you know, I'm cool. Man, I took that picture with her, but in that bed. I would have kicked your ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Because women, I feel like, you know, we're women. So, like, we, we, we play around. We have these, you know, um, men crushes, celebrity crushes in our mind. So, of course, if we take a picture, we'll, we'll make a caption that seems like more than what it is, not considering the wife. Because, you know, we, we be up under the shade room and everywhere else, you know, comment, oh, that's my husband, oh, that's bae, oh, you know. And we don't consider the girlfriends or the significant others. So, me personally, I don't think I could ever date an artist, athlete, or just celebrity in general because I am a firecracker. So, as soon as I see something, I got time. Like, I'm, I'm commenting back. You know, I'm in your yeah, face yeah. like, well, who is this? What What's she doing? God forbid yeah. she be one of these, like, Instagram models who, you know, she's stacked up. And it ain't no insecure <laughs> stuff, but you still a man. You done left me home for a couple weeks and this girl doing all this and staying uh-huh. all that. It's pressure. Uh-huh. It's pressure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to be major pressure. So, yeah. um, all that. All that. So you had to deal with that. You had to deal with that. How did you how did you deal with it though when it when it came to you? Like when your significant other like approached you about it, how did you deal with it? Did you make it easier for her or were you one of those I'm young and I'm in my prime, you gotta understand this the life, you know. Uh, you kinda gotta just I mean it's hard to explain it, but you kinda just it kinda gotta go through through that. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like I said, you can't prepare for some like that it's like marriage you can't prepare for it you just have to go through it and you know i'm not the type of person to use what i do against nobody or to try to you know take advantage of nobody i ain't never been like that that's weak that's sucker shit to me yeah like, i ain't never had no problem with getting no female or and that's sucker shit but that person you really have to see that okay it happened one time two time three time okay 15 30 <laughs> they start conditioning themselves to see that this shit just gonna happen. You know, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't doing that. This is something gonna happen. So you kind of gotta let them go through that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's really the only that's really the only solution to it because you can't start nobody from saying stuff. Yeah. You can't, man, you know how many babies are? Listen, man, if I count on one hand, I can't even do it on how many people, I, how many women I got pregnant. Mm. Oh, they painted by dog. I don't have people send me pictures. Man, they baby look just like you. Man, these baby look like everybody when they first born. Oh man. my god, <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, I know me. I'm not mentally prepared for that type of life. So, and I don't even want to think about it. So let's just go to our next question. Let's just go to the next question because you got my blood pressure sky high just thinking if it was me. No, but but listen though. But on the flip side of that, it's like. If we like, right, like, I, but I had to learn too, you know. So I, I, I'm not the same as I was then. Not that I was a bad. I just didn't really know how to go about it. But now it's more like, if I was to date, I would want that person with me as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But not on no drama shit though. Like, don't not on no just 
okay, you either get out or you know this what I'm doing, just, okay, baby, do that. Or baby, we, if, I, if I'm doing something, I might do a deal with the dope. Just stand at the dope, man, take that bag. Yeah. Now, that work together. Ain't, I, I don't care about it. I'm coming home to you. I'm coming home to you. And when we, I'm doing what I love, and let, I just want to travel. I just want to be able to go places. I want to go to Denver, Colorado and ski. I ain't, I ain't never skied in my damn life, but that's something I want to do. I'm, I'm on that. I ain't on that other shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I definitely understand. I'm real big on that. Like, when you dating a busy person or somebody, you know, that, you know, that's in a high position, your significant other, you should want to include them. They should want to be included because even me, myself personally, like I feel like I have to have somebody that's supportive of me. Like what I have going on, the type of people who, you know, I'm reaching out to, interviewing around on a daily basis. You know, I, I don't just work with women. I actually work better with men. I need the person that I'm with to understand like ain't nothing going on. You do not have that kind of girl. This is strictly business. You know, everybody grinding. Let's, you know, make this money, have fun, live life and, you know, tune it, tune the world out. Um, so let's talk about like your family and stuff like your kids and stuff like when you slowed down from music was it you know because something bad happened in the industry or was it like a family thing like you wanted to be a family man like what was it like what made you slow down you know with rapping um like i said i've been i've been doing this for a while you know what i'm saying and been on the road for a long time so being on the road like i said gets to the point where we as men, we just want to secure the money, secure the bag. Mm-hmm. And it's got, it got to the point where just paying for my kids' uh, birthday parties wasn't enough. You know, they'll come to me two months in advance, like, okay, my, you know, my party, because my oldest daughter, her party is on, her birthday is around uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We both born in the same month, but a lot of the times I was already booked for Thanksgiving. Like, those are hot nights. Like, mm-hmm. those are special events you see what i'm saying so a lot of times i wasn't there for a birthday party um my my son he was born around you know fourth of july whatever in july it just gets to the point they don't care about the money so i learned and then again when you ain't got the money it's a problem so what i learned you got to balance it mm-hmm. you got to balance it the best way you can so some of them shows i had to start turning down trying to be home more not being on the road so much so that's kind of when i kind of took a dip in my career mm-hmm. so basically i stopped doing a lot of the stuff that i was doing to try to save my family which didn't end up still didn't end up good you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i got a song on my new album i just dropped my new project uh some gotta give you go to just type papa duck some gotta give it's on all major platforms the spotify the, the uh, my mixtape spin ruler you it's it, and song number four talks about that you know what i mean so i i lost it all and that's just what it is so now i'm not gonna lose my family and lose my music career so i'm back at the end so definitely foot on their necks i got my foot and i got a big surprise coming up i wish i could talk about it now but you know after this meeting today hopefully i can come back and tell you i'm back on your ass now yeah, <laughs> look, I'm gonna be looking forward to it. I'm gonna be looking forward to it. I'm ready to bring you back on the show again, and I'm ready for you to be like be at the BT Awards and all that. Don't forget about me. Give me my backstage passes. Don't forget about me. But um, 
Okay, so we talked about your family as far as your kids and, you know, dealing with significant others. Like, how was it with your friends? Like, you know how it is when you're grinding, you know, going door-to-door right. past night cities in the hot sun at the gas station doing mixtapes. Then you you blow. Like, your moment came. You got the song with Trina. You got the song with Rick Ross. You got the songs with Plies, Boosie. How was it, you know, did the energy shift when, you know, you felt like I'm here now? Did you feel like people who wasn't around, you know, walking in and in, in, in sweating with you, do you feel like they came right. around when the bottle started popping and the money started coming in? Like, how was of that course. for you? Of course. You know what I'm saying? And I learned that, you know, I tried to rewrite the rules to this. You know what I mean? I kind of went against the grain. I wanted everybody around me, I wanted their opinions to matter. And I wanted us to be seen as equals. But I learned real, real, real quick that there's a reason why the Army got a general, a major, and so forth and so on. There's a reason for all that. You know, it's not for everybody in your immediate clique to know the top hierarchy of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's you, you will only understand that if you was in that position. So it sounds like some real... You know, crazy shit, but it ain't. No, it makes it perfect sense. Say. You was preaching to me. Yeah. My skin started crawling. I got the chills. <laughs> you feel me? But yeah. Of course, man. You know, people that didn't believe in you or people you asked to hang up posters and now they want to be in the shows. Or, well, my cousin love you. Because they, they may live down here, but they cousin know about me way up here somewhere. But my cousin love you. So a lot of times what I tell people is, when you tell a person about your dreams, they don't supposed to believe you. Like, they don't supposed to stop what they doing. They got their own dreams. Mm-hmm. What you supposed to do is make them see what you talking about. Like, Definitely. I'm, when you keep looking up, I'm, yeah, I'm growing. You keep seeing me, I'm here. I'm progressing. Now it's to the point where I'm here. So it ain't a belief. It's reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? believe what they see not what they hear so if you keep that in mind that'll keep you sane when you go to your brother bro come help me come and bro be like man i gotta go get with that girl or whatever <laughs> you know, bro got his own what he trying to do you feel me that's just what it is so if you look at it in that light you'll stay sane you'll be okay you will understand why people don't give a damn what you got going on because they got their own thing going on but yeah. i promise you apply that pressure turn that negative shit into gas and put it in that vehicle of success. And when you look up, now they're going to be coming to you. You're going to be like, damn, nigga, I was trying to get you to do this a couple months. Now I can't get rid of you. Right, right. No, that's 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 real. Yes. Like, I feel like I'm going through that right now. Of course, just keep grinding. All, that, all those is milestones to let you know you're doing the right thing. It ain't meant for everybody to come with you because they don't think like you think. Yeah. They ain't going to hold you back. I'm, t- I'm telling you from experience, man. I'm telling you. Get to a point where you climbing, you climbing. Now it's time to keep climbing because that person, they just, like some people, I just be like, like they say, you can lead a horse to water, can't make a drink. Mm-hmm. And I understand that to the point it's like, I could be on the road with some of my partners and they'd rather have girls than have a, a, a guy say, look, man, I give you this account, man. You just bang the clothes through. Y'all got y'all clothes and like, like business. They'd yeah. rather do the woman over the business. Yeah. And it blows me like, bro, you. Can't make them see it. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. And speaking of like bros and homies and, you know, trying to take people to the top with you. Like, how do you deal with, you know, because I know a lot of young rappers coming up and they might be listening. I know for a fact I got a couple of, you know, supportive, you know, rappers in the game, producers, you know, people that make beats. And, you know, hopefully hearing this, they would love to work with you one day. How do you feel like you dealt with the support from like your friends and family and just people who you felt like, dang, you, you know, I'm a rapper and you rather, you know, you, you, you posting everything, every single lyric that, you know, somebody like future or whoever dropping, but I ain't heard you, you know what I'm saying? Not made not, no type of caption about Papa Duck and literally they don't owe you anything, but it's just subliminal support. You get what I'm saying? Like you see this and you feel like, well, damn, like my homeboys don't fuck with me as hard as I thought they did. Cause they did ride the next man and I'm a rapper myself. They going out buying this music, but ain't, you know what I'm saying? They ain't even got a mixtape. And I ain't heard them spin nothing yet or ask a DJ, hey, you will play this Papa Duck. Like, how did that make you feel when you was coming up in the game? I mean, it could, de- it could definitely um, fuck with you. Yeah. Because, like you say, like, damn, my nigga, you my partner. You can tell me about this nigga more than you can tell me about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stop. And um, I'm talking to my dog. I heard. I heard him barking. <laughs> the dog chewing on my damn keyboard. But, yeah, um... But uh, you you definitely it definitely fucks with you because you know. But what, what I'm gonna tell you the most thing is I don't care what you do and what you're going through. Stay positive. Stay focused. Use that shit as something like I'm gonna show you. Like nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show y'all one day. Keep it positive, man. That's the really the only thing you can do because you're gonna feel salty. You're gonna feel like damn, that's messed up. But Turn that negative into gas, like I say, man. Just make it to the point where when your face on one of them flyers and you opening up for another artist or artist might be opening up for you, you can look at them dudes that I told you. Right. Like I said, they don't supposed to believe you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I'd rather them, I'd rather them be straightforward now than later. Like, you going to have that one person that's going to push the hell out of you, though. And that's a lot of time. that be the person a lot of people ignore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be real with you. It's just like a female, like, just because she's not popular or she's not, you know, the one that everybody talk about. But she got your bike, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the same thing. You ignore that shit. But the ones, it's going to be that one person that just really believe in you. And it's going to be somebody you least expect. But he, you know, the ones you want to fuck with you, they not. Yeah, they yeah. Right now. Or they'll they come not, around. They'll come around to ride ride your wave when you know everything going all good. Yeah, that's, they'll that's come it. around later. Yeah, they will. They will. That's your goal. Make them make that be one of your goals. Right. Make them down. believe to make them believe. That's a goal. So you know, one last question before we wrap it up, and then you can tell everybody you know about any special projects you have coming up. Um, or any, you know, big news or good news or whatever. But I just want to know, if it wasn't for rapping, like, what would you be doing if it wasn't rapping? Like, what's something that you probably would have been doing? I don't know, man, because, I mean, you know, you know, coming out, you know, you coming out the streets, you, you transitioning from out of the streets into something like this. Um... I just knew I was smart enough to know I wasn't going to be in the streets forever. Mm-hmm. I was smart enough to know that. You know, I, you can't, you know, but I don't see myself doing nothing other than that. I, I've tried other little stuff along the way, and it just always reverts back to 
entertainment in some type of way or music because I got a real, I'm talking about, man, I got a hell of a passion for my music. When I go to the studio, I got my books out, I got my hard drive, ain't no cracking no jokes, ain't no smoking, getting high, none of that. Man, I'm coming to work. We can do all that shit later. Mm-hmm. That's my mentality. You don't find that with artists these days. Like, half of these niggas don't even go to the booth no more. They bring the mic to them while they sit down smoking and they just doing whatever come out their mouth. Yeah. It's crazy, but I just can't see myself doing nothing other than music or some music related or, you know, dealing in that genre. So, for me, it's going to always be entertainment in some type of way. You feel me? So... I can respect that. I can respect that. So, are there any like big projects you got going on right now? Any anything you like, you know, dibbling in, dabbling in that you want to talk about, or you know, any big announcements you want to make before we, you know, wrap up the show? I mean, I definitely um, like I said, my new project just dropped, doing damn good. It's called Some Got to Give. It's on all major platforms. Um, I got my vlog, Duck Sauce, the vlog, um, that we doing. And we, we dropping it every week. Um, we just started kind of doing it. We got the first episode going out this week. And it'll just be a vlog of just being real. Like, I'm going to different businesses. I'm going to different producers, um, engineers. I'm educating people on why it's important to have a good engineer. Why it's, it's important to deal with a promoter and what a promoter look for. So it's educational all the way around. It's called the Duck Sauce, and it's my vlog. And then um, I got a couple of other things. Like, I just really can't. I don't want to bad. I don't want to jinx it. It, it it's, yeah. I don't want to jinx it. It's in the good <laughs> right now. So I definitely got a um got a show tonight at Cleo's. If you in the Orlando area, just hit my DM, man. Pull up, man. Don't worry about nothing. I got him. And then um like I say, man, I'm just I'm back at him. The new project, is, something got to give is out now. All you gotta do is press play, and you'll understand what this whole. This whole Papa Duck big hype about, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Just go through my catalog. Definitely. It was speak for itself. I'm telling y'all, so like I said from the very beginning, like I'm a big fan of Papa Duck. So this interview was like, this interview is a big deal to me. Like to be able to sit on the phone with a man that I used to play his songs back to back in the car, getting getting whoopings because I'm too young to know the words. And like, <laughs> it's real. Like this interview means everything to me and Papa Duck. I appreciate you for being able to sit down and talk to me today. And you know, even myself, like I'm not a, I'm not a musician, but I feel like what I'm doing is an art. This is something I'm passionate about. And for you, you know what I'm saying, right. to give me a chance and to talk to me and connect with me. And, you know, show love like you do show love outside of this. Like, I appreciate it. And um, I'm ready to see, like, what's next with you. And me and, you know, a couple of my friends, the homeboys, homegirls, we're going to come. I'm going to let, you know, everybody know about, you know, any projects you got going on. So, you know, because we got a lot of Jacksonville rappers and producers and beat makers and DJs. And I'm pretty sure, like, you know, they would love to work with you. And if they don't have that, those people, um... So, you know, just come back and pour into them or, you know, just lead them, lead the way because they so misguided. So I'm pretty sure they would love to, like, sit down and talk with you and just, you know, pick your brain and see what's going on. So we, if we could ever set up anything in Jacksonville or come to Orlando and do something, like, I, that's that's the move. Like, that's something I'm, I'm, I want to do. I want to get that done. Man, I'm ready to do all that, man. <laughs> any, any, I do interviews all the time. Like, like I say, whenever, you know, that to me, yeah, let's do it. Ain't no pressure. Cause I love to, you know, I love to give out the information. Like that's the only, the only, the only real responsibility come with knowledge is to give it, pass it down, pass yeah. it. You know what I mean? So 
that's just that. Everything I done experienced, I got a lot of knowledge. I got, I can tell you what to do, what not to do, and why to do it, and why not to do it. Because I've been doing this so long from an independent standpoint. So I've worked with the biggest. I've done some of the biggest things. Like the rap game don't owe me nothing. And we still doing it. So for anybody, man, y'all take y'all pins. I'm going to give out the number where y'all can call. Y'all want to do features. If y'all want to do, y'all want me to pull up. I do speakings at um, group homes. Not group homes, but boys' homes. I'm sorry. <laughs> like boys' homes and stuff like that. Juvenile, trouble kids. And we're trying to put together um, a project where we get a lot of big brothers that's around the you know, around the country, possibly, but we starting with Florida. Say, like, if I got some big brothers in Jacksonville, if it's if it's a trouble team that I can send big brother there to talk to, then I'm I'm gonna link that up, and we're gonna need some big sisters too. So we got young team that got it. You know, they in trouble. Okay, they hit us up. All right, we got somebody over there that can sit down. And, you know, get a one on one going and kind of talk them into the right direction. And, start pulling them into a different direction yeah that's one of the things that we we setting up and we also got a homeless foundation that we we feed the homeless and it's crazy that they take you to jail for doing that mm-hmm. so working out some kinks and like i say people say kanye west crazy how the hell we the one crazy because we go for whatever they put in front of us yeah how can you go to jail for feeding the homeless if that don't tell you the, the way the society is and, you know, the power that be that's running the show, but Kanye West crazy. Nah, we crazy. Yeah. But anyway, no, no. You know, we got a homeless foundation. What we doing now, working out the kinks. But now what we do is we don't just give away the food. We have a party for the homeless. Oh, not like and, that. That's original. <laughs> you know So in that every party, what they got? They got some food. Right. <laughs> so, hey, we have a party for the homeless. So, we working them little kinks and stuff out, but like I say, man, I'm gonna give out my number to anybody that want to reach out, man. You know what I'm saying? We put some stuff together. You can reach me at 404-717-3459. Say it again. It's 404-717-3459. And then, um, like I said, hit me on Instagram, Papa Duck 561 Facebook, Papa Duck fan page. And then on Twitter is Papa Duck 1. Snapchat is Papa Duck SLMG. That's my label, Street Loop Music Group. So, there you have it. Well, all right then. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Tia versus Fancy Cash podcast. Um, next monday you know tune in if y'all have any you know comments feedback reviews you know how to go to the apple podcast app um leave a review rate the show let me know what you're thinking um and any aspiring artists producers um promoters anything y'all hit papa duck up that's the purpose for this podcast motivational inspiring encouragement like y'all hit them up and y'all make something happen thank you so much and until next time <clears throat> yeah, bro.